Hi everyone, my name is Kyla and welcome to The Right Conversation where sometimes I am not always right. If you are new here, welcome and if you are a continuing ear, hi, hello, how are you? So today's conversation is about being a black student at a PWI and I have one of my very special friends, Samara. Hi guys, I'm Samara. I'm a junior here at UNC Charlotte and I'm studying public relations. Um, so let's get started. Okay, so attending a PWI as a black student is just a conversation in itself, just because, granted, we have HBCs that we can always attend. Um, historically black colleges, historically black colleges, um, such as, to name some, A&T, Winston-Salem, North Carolina Central, Federal State University. And I know a lot of people probably think and if you agree with me, you know, do whatever. But a lot of people probably think like, hey, why don't they attend an HBCU for the culture instead of going to a PWI where their culture may not be as expressed or like accepted. So then we have a PWI such as UNC Charlotte where we attend as black students. And granted, there are a lot of resources and like clubs that we can be active in. Um, such as BSU, BOAB, NAACP, Curl Connections, you know, embracing our natural hair for the glory and all of itself. Um, but I feel like there's also some struggles um, being a black student or just a minoritized student at a PWI that we don't really speak about because, one, we might be scared or we just don't feel like it's necessary because our voice may not be heard like the way we want to or we may be, like, cast out or, like, bashed in a specific way by people who are not as supportive of who we are as black students or minoritized students at this university. I think like UNC Charlotte does a good job though, mm -hmm. um, just kind of providing a space for black students. Mm -hmm. I think definitely with like BSU and BOAB and then there's OAS, I think it definitely um, gives like black students a opportunity to be surrounded by people that look like them. However, those really are the only spaces that we kind of see black students like on campus. I would say I don't really see them much in my classrooms and things of that nature. Um, so I, I would hope that, you know, someday I would get to see my, you know, black counterparts in some of my classes or, you know, doing other things rather than me seeing them once every two weeks at a club meeting, you know? Yeah, I totally agree with that because, like, in my classes as a social work major, I don't see a lot of black students. There's, like, four or five of us in there. And then, like, we go to a club meeting and it's like, oh, my gosh, where did all of our African-American counterparts come from? Like, it's like I didn't know these many people went here, such as, like, when we do have club meetings, it's just like, oh, my gosh, I've seen you on campus before. Yeah. But then, like, and then people make connections and multiple connections. And, like, you know, this person, they know five other people. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, oh, those connections are very relevant. And I'm glad to say that I do know some people on this campus who are African-American who do know connections and do have connections. And they are able to use their voice. And I will go to them if need be. But, yeah, like, you don't see a lot of black students in your glasses. Yeah. And it reminds me of, like, high school. 
And like whenever I'll be in honors classes and I would literally count how many black students were in my classes. Yeah, that's how it was for me. I would usually be the only person, honestly. It was really sad. Mm-hmm. And like coming here, I mean, I don't know. It it has improved, obviously. But I mean, in comparison, I was in a graduating class of like 56. And I think there was probably at least like 10 black students. Whereas like here, it's like 30,000 students that go here. And like I'll only see, you know, like maybe five at the most mm-hmm. in my classes. <laughs> so yeah. I remember I did um Safeway, the safe program when I first came to the university. And I saw many um black students and minority students that first week of school. And then like after that it was just like, oh, where did all of us go? We were a group, we were yeah. a community. It's like we're no longer like here because we all dispersed and separated. And then like second year being here, you remember when we were in Crown and it was the first week of school because we had to move in early and then Safe was here oh, and yeah, they yeah. had dinner in Crown and it was just like, wow, it is a lot of minorita- minoritized students here. Yeah. Because I was thinking like, hold up. Where y'all come from? Because yeah. I have not seen y'all. And then they go. And like, then they go. Because I can guarantee you I have not seen a good three fourths of any of those students anymore. Yeah. I think, like, um, definitely when we were doing the Black History Month dinner at Sylvie, mm-hmm. I think that was, like, a shock to me. Mm-hmm. Because I, like, I wish y'all had seen how many, like, black students there were Let's speak in on that it. one, like, place. One place. It was huge. And I think, like, um, like during homecoming, mm-hmm. when they were doing the, um, what is it called? The Oxcord Wars. Oh, Oxcord Wars, yeah. There was, like, Tons. hundreds of black people, like, that go here. And I was like, where are y'all at? Mm-hmm. Like, it's always for, like, events. Events. And I'm grateful for that because, like, you know, I get to see them in, like, that setting where I don't have to, you know, I don't want to say, like, not act civilized because I am a civilized person. But, you know, like, what we I We can mean. be ourselves. Yeah. And like we don't that. have to hide who we are. Like, yeah. we can be, like, I like to say, like, loud and we can be expressive. Yeah. Without, like, being looked down yes. upon or, like, oh Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's interesting. Because, like, I, we will be sometimes in crowds sometimes, and I will be loud and laughing. And we'll get some looks, and I'm just like, yeah. what are they looking at? Because, to me, that's, like, home. And, like, being loud and very expressive within my emotions, like, it helps me. And then, like, I do hate that it takes, like, clubs, organizations, meetings such as that or, like, events yeah. For minoritized students to come out of their rooms, like come onto campus and have fun. Yeah. I mean, granted, it is a space and it's a safe space for us because I can honestly say that's a safe space, but like I wish it was more that we could do to be seen and be heard. Because granted, we have IW, IW. Literally love IW. They are here to help minoritized students, they are here to um, help underrepresented students, but it's just like, there needs to be something more for minoritized students, black students, black and brown students to be involved on campus yeah. instead of it just being in a club. Yeah. 
I just, you know, I would kind of like to see us in, like, the classrooms or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean. Being a TA. Yeah. Like, not just at these events. And most of the times, if you go to, like, the meetings, you'll see a certain amount or a certain person at these meetings. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the fun events, like the, you know, parties that are being thrown, then you see that wild side mm-hmm. you know, of those people coming. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting, like... Because there is very much a civilized side to meetings. And then it's, like, the party side where you can, like, be expressive. And I think, like, the party scene is what one thing that we really do need to talk about. But, like, I don't know if, like, we should really hit on that topic because I don't know. It's just, like, a party scene amongst black people just in general. It's just very fun and festive. And you have... uh strolling and you have like all these events and like yeah. just people having fun amongst each other and then also getting to know each other and making connections because you never know who you can meet at that yeah. party a person could be doing an internship at a certain place that you want to do your internship that's a connection right there that's a mutual yeah that's a friend and then like just me knowing like me having met a person I now know multiple people and then along like the two years that I have been here, I've met multiple people and made like multiple connections. And I feel like that's very important, like to make connections. Yeah. And then also like to make your mark on the university, like as a black student, like get our name on a building or something, you know? Right. Like, come on now. Shout out to Raekwon Leary. Mm-hmm. He was is he the first um black you know, um, Golden Niner. Golden Niner. No, cause what's this? That was that twenty twenty two in twenty twenty one. There, she, um, the Golden oh. Niner. She was female and she was black. Then Raekwon is, I think, the first, first male. male black Golden Niner, and he made history. Yeah, he's doing his thing. He's doing he's his like thing. President of like no, almost like, every I was, organization. Shout out to Raekwon because I was literally looking at your Instagram over spring break and I saw all your achievements and I was like, you better work and make your mark on the university. Yeah. And I feel like that's very important because, granted, when I first came to this university, I did not expect to make my mark. Yeah. Nothing. I did not expect to be involved in clubs and be working on campus. But as I've seen and as we've seen, we can make our mark as long as we have the platform and the voice to do so and that someone isn't stopping our abilities to do it. Yeah. I think it's definitely, like, a good look seeing someone that looks like me being able to, you know, be president Mm -hmm. of all these different organizations and leave their mark. Because, like, coming here, I didn't really care about that. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, two of the years that I was here, it was kind of filled with, like, COVID. Because mm-hmm. um, I came here fall 2020. And I didn't. Ex- I really didn't expect to do anything, honestly, just to go to class. Mm-hmm. And, like, my first year, I was like, I don't even really have any friends. I'm not going to lie. Like, there was nobody here. So I was just like, I'm going to go to class, go to my room. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I'm a second-year RA. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm working for the athletics department. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to do like, you know, like leave my mark here. No, exactly. Like, and like, I, I feel like leaving our mark is very important, especially like for our resume too. Yeah. Because like me being a housing ambassador and then RSA and then podcast host. Because hello, here we are. Yeah. Like I've already, I because one I love to talk. And I always wanted to, like, I remember I would be in my mirror as a little kid making, like, little YouTube videos, like, literally putting on the basic thing of lipstick in my bathroom mirror and me saying, like, oh, my gosh, I want to talk to a community and I want them to hear my voice. It was makeup, and granted, I only wear mascara, but, you know, it was something. And I would just record it on my phone and save it. And then, like, me, when I came here, I came here, what, fall 21? I remember it was first semester, and I texted my mom. I was like, Mom. I want to get involved and stuff on campus. And she was like, pause, get your studies first, get your bearings, get your grounds, and then can be involved in stuff. First semester passed, didn't do a single thing. Went to class, went to eat, went home. Second semester, class, eat, home. Luckily and thankfully and gracefully, I got a job working in housing as an HA. Shout out to all the HAs. Um, got that. Still work there. That's an amazing job. Then I sent out an email to do a podcast. I work with RSA. You know, I'm very involved. And I have an internship coming up for my last year here. That's another interesting thing that I would love to, like, point out. Internship opportunities. Let's talk about that. Because, huh. Um... So we all know internships are very hard to get in college, especially if, like, whatever your specific major is. Because I have a friend who's a psychology major. I work with her, and it's very hard for psychology majors to get internships just because, like, psychology is just a very, like, unique major and career to go into. And internships, like, you have to network. Unless your department and your school is helping you get to internship, you have to network. Yeah. And then I know, um, or I believe, there's, like, the Black Alumni Association, um, like, during homecoming, which helps you network in an internship, um, network to get an internship with black individuals. But it's, like, you have to talk to them, and you have to, like, spark their interest. And, like, it's yeah. like a festival. Like, what do you bring? Your resume to a festival? Like, right. Not bashing or anything, but, like, how bring you, yourself, bring your personality. It will yeah. show through the fakeness if you are trying to be fake in front of them. Mm-hmm. It, it very much will. And I feel like being authentic just out of college is very much important. Because you can tell when someone's, like, not their true selves. And you can tell. It's like you can tell when someone's being fake. But you can also tell when someone's hiding, like, who they truly are. Just because they haven't found the right group of people. Because granted, and I'm here to say it, first, my first year here, I did not find the right group of people. And I can say that. And now I have you, Gabby, and Micah, and literally all my other friends. I literally love y'all the most. Y'all are like my family. If y'all, well, y'all can't see this, but I'm doing a little hand <laughs> Like, you find your family here over time. It's not an instant thing. And I feel like it's important to mention, like... Yeah, it takes time, for sure. And, like, I don't know. It was hard at first, like, 
coming to school and like not really seeing you know people that kind of look like you mm-hmm. especially like coming from high school like I said I did not go to a high school that had a lot of black people mm-hmm. so I was already kind of nervous about even coming here at first but you know like I feel like I met a, a great group of people that I can like really trust and like call my family you know it, it was hard but I, I did it I did it mm-hmm. took three years <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I mean I feel like there are great resources on this campus for minority students granted it does not cover every single minority at this university there are some people that are left out that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this university does some great things. One thing that I do not agree on are the diversity pictures that any PWI tries to exhibit. Because it happens. Let's talk about it. It happens. You can't say it doesn't happen. I like, know. I'm a little salty that I was not <laughs> put on the Charlotte Instagram, even though they took a picture of me. They cropped me out, y'all, they on did. purpose. I wouldn't say it's on purpose. I would just say they cropped her out. I think it was on purpose. But, like, I mean, diversity pictures, it happens. You're going to ha- you're gonna see a black student, a brown student, Native American, white, Indian, Asian. It happens. I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm not about to lie. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. I don't really be paying attention. Oh, I pay attention. Because think about it. When you applied to UNC Charlotte, or any PWI. What did you see on their website? You saw the token black kid, didn't you? No. I feel like there's more to talk about, I like, f- about the PWI experience. I feel like there's way more to talk about. Do you ever feel... Do your professors or students here or coworkers ever make you feel less than because you're black? And most likely, the only black person wherever you are. Um, honestly, no. Like, I can say, like, every single one of my professors and my supervisors have made me feel very loved and involved, whether it be in a workspace or in a classroom space. They never, like, single me out. And I feel like, as a social work major, because our topics are so broad and we work with so many communities we have that platform to use our voice to talk about multiple things. Because I've talked about multiple things in my classes, especially like case management class, practice methods, especially communities and engagement. We have that voice. And my professors, like sometimes I'll raise my hand and I'll hesitate and I'll put it back down because I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk about that. And then like I'll talk about it and my professors are like, that was good. Like, thank you for covering that. Because in class I did talk about the HBCU experiences versus PWR experiences and how HBCUs are underfunded. Um, I talked about it, and my professor was like, you got a good point. So, no, I feel like they do a very good job of being inclusive. Granted, I feel like, I mean, I feel like inclusivity is important, and I surround myself or have surrounded myself with a good bunch to know that inclusivity is important, and our voices are important as minority students. Um, what about you? Honestly, it's key, darling. I don't want to be, like, hating. 
Because I really love UNC Charlotte. However, I think out of the three years I've been here, I think I've only had, like, three black teachers. And, yeah. I'm not going to – well, I already said what major I'm in. But – because this is, like, a sigh. I feel like – a lot of the white professors here kind of show favoritism. How so? I I think for sure, like, I, I kind of see it, well, I kind of saw it a little bit, like, last year. Um, just, like, as far as if you're asking questions they may be a little bit more I'm trying to say this in like the best way possible they're kind of a lot more receptive or I guess caring Mm -hmm. if you ask questions if you're like the same color as them whereas like if you're not Mm -hmm. it's kind of like why are you asking this question? You're not paying attention in the class. See, but like, if a person who's not the same color as me mm-hmm. were to like ask that question, it's like, oh, great question, so and so. You know, let me explain. And I'm just like, really? Yeah, I don't want to say what class. I feel like that's from a pers- professor standpoint because I remember, like, in my political science class. There was this guy who always sat at the back of the classroom. He was white. And he would always ask a question. And it would be based on the PowerPoint. And he'd be like, can you go back to the PowerPoint slide so I can write it down? And my professor would be like, it's on a PowerPoint. It's on Canvas. Just don't ask questions. But then, like, whenever I, whenever I would ask a question, he would be like, yeah, what's up? You know? I, I don't know. <laughs> I did not get that from this specific teacher. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it was, like, a little uncomfy to me because Mm -hmm. it was, like, the way she would talk Mm -hmm. to this one person Mm -hmm. in the class. And he clearly had an accent. He, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. is not from America, um, which is information that he disclosed to us. I'm not assuming. This Mm -hmm. is, like, information that he told us. Um, but yeah, like anytime he would ask a question or not understand, she kind of had like an attitude, but like if, you know, someone else asked it, you know, she was more positive. Yeah. And I didn't like that at all. And I don't know, like having, okay, being this, my third year here, Mm -hmm. having only three black teachers is crazy to me but I get excited every single time I have a black teacher Mm -hmm. though or a black professor let me not say like teacher I want to give them their their props their credits credits dude all teachers are amazing no you know they deserve so much yeah they deserve so much more than what they're given I'm so sorry but they do yeah and the black professors that I've had Mm -hmm. It would be like 
I would really not like the class. <laughs> like, I was just like, I don't want to be in this class. Like, the class I have this year, it's a 5.30 to 8.15. <laughs> y'all, I know y'all probably like, what? Like, that's so late. But I did not want to take this class. Like, I, I want to take the class, but I don't want to take it at that time. Mm-hmm. So I'm already coming into class, like, uh, this is going to be negative experience. Mm-hmm. And I get to class, and the teacher is black. Mm-hmm. Well, the professor is black. And I'm like, okay, wait, what? You know, I'm like, wow. And, like, that was really the only reason why I stayed in the class mm-hmm. was because he was a black professor. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he wanted to see us succeed. Mm-hmm. Like, his whole curriculum, everything that he, you know, had planned for the semester was to help us succeed. I'm not saying, like, it was limited to, like, he only wanted black people to succeed. I'm not saying that. But, like, his class, he wanted them to succeed. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I think I'm going to stay here. And I told my mom, I was like, I really don't want to take this 530. Mm -hmm. But he's black. (laughs) And, like, I, I think I should take it. I really do. And that's crazy how, like, if you have, like, a black professor, you would want to take the class, class a little bit yes. more. I think I think we need to start implementing black teachers or black professors on campus. Because, mm-hmm. and then, you got to think about it, black professors are very, especially to black students, they're very motivational and inspirational because I remember my ethics class for social work that I had fall semester. She was probably, she is probably one of my favorite professors in the world. Um thus far and like we talked about ethics if if it is ethical if it's not ethical morals let's talk about that and uh uh, uh, philosophy that's my not the word i'm using um whatever um but i would always talk in that class and i would always try to get to keep the conversation rolling whether it be a broad conversation where you can cover multiple things or would it be just a very minimalistic conversation where, like, you may pinch your nerve in someone, but it's important to talk about because, one, we're social workers. You can get, you can get your nerves pinched, whatever happens. You're going to meet people that you don't want to meet. You're going to work with people that you don't want to meet. And you're going to meet people that don't have the same values and standards and morals as you, you know? And I will always, like, add them to the conversation. Like, it wouldn't be just, like, my opinion, but it would be, like, very broad to where the class could agree. Or they cannot agree, they can add their points, whatever it may be. And I remember we cut class a week short um, because people went home for Christmas break or whatever. And I talked to her at the end of the class, and I was like, I just want to say thank you for, like, teaching and just being that professor to where we could use our voices. And she told me, and I won't forget this, I literally posted it on Snapchat. She told me, she was like, Never stop using your voice because your voice is very powerful and people need to hear it. She was like, no matter how many laughs and like mm's you may get in the setting that you're in, don't stop using your voice. It's important. And that stuck with me because, one, I've heard that before from my teachers in high school. How they tell me, like, never stop using your voice. And I think that's very important, like, to hear from your teachers, your professors, yeah. people who basically mentored you for, what, Eight weeks, 16 weeks? 16? 16 weeks. Yeah. I feel like it's important. Because, one, your professor sees you grow. 
your teacher in school see you grow from like this little kid up until a grown adult. So I feel like that's very important, especially like if they're the same race as you. Yeah, like for sure. I think like last year I was taking statistics. Actually, my first year here I was taking statistics. Out a black teacher. Mm-hmm. And for some odd reason, I don't know why, like, this just stuck with me mm-hmm. and why it made me feel, like, special. But, like, one day he was just like, I'm proud of y'all. And, like, I felt like a, like my, my dad was mm-hmm. telling me, like, he was proud of me. And, like, I instantly, like, I had this weird like it makes you want to cry almost right like my heart was like what mm-hmm. like that's crazy you know i feel like if another teacher said that i would be like uh, mm. okay thanks <laughs> thank you but but coming from him i was like whoa mm-hmm. this struck a chord <laughs> and i feel like they know that we need that motivation yeah for our classes because it's very easy to give up in college like, I want us to drop out, like, a good three times. Um, don't drop out, guys. Don't drop out, guys. <laughs> Disclaimer, do not drop out. Get that degree. Y'all spent too much money. Too much to money. Up. <laughs> too much money. Y'all can do it. Go to tutoring. UCAE. UCAE. Um, have a mentor. Have a tutor. Your personal tutor. Talk to your TA. Email your professor as well. Use campus resources, no, use y'all. Use campus resources. I well, feel like this is our HRL no, spirit coming this is our out HRL spirit. Use your campus resources. Get in contact with people. Call. Send emails. Approved by Kyla and Smart. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like, I feel like they know we need it. Yeah. And then our parents are, like, our biggest supporters ever. They know we need it, too. My mom will call me. My mom will call me on, like, a Saturday. She'll be like, I haven't heard your voice in forever. I text her every day. And she'll be like, how's school? I'm like, it's going good. And she'll be like, Okay. What what's so great about him? And I tell her, and she's like, okay. And then I remember I tell her like when I'm getting involved, and she's like, don't put too much on yourself. And I'm just like, I got it. Mm, did not have it for a good while. But you get the hang of it though. You do get the hang of it. Yeah. You have to like pace yourself too. You like you can't put more on your plate than you can eat. Yeah, don't give up too quickly. I know that sometimes it feels a little hard, mm-hmm. especially being black. Mm-hmm. Minority. Um, and being in college, that can be a big stressor. Mm-hmm. But you got people around here. Yeah. That are, and they'll support you. Also, the quote, C's get degrees. Granted, C's do get degrees, but let's aim for them A's and B's. I'm so sorry, but you yeah. spend so much money on a class. Some classes will fail you for having a 70. I never heard of that, though. Well, That's you can crazy. have like a 69 and they won't run into a 70 and then you fail the class. Wow. Because then you're like, oh, I'm going to aim for a C in this class. Oh, wait. Never mind. Because some teachers don't, some professors, they don't round up. Yeah. Like Pre-com. I, that was like that. <laughs> like, I, I forgot what class I had, but, oh, I think it was my women in junior studies class. My professor didn't round up my grade. And I had an 89. <laughs> 89. It was an 89.93. Did not get rounded up. She's one of those kids that get like an eighty nine point nine. She's mad that they didn't round it. I am mad. Ninety. Because I deserve that. A. Now, one of my social work classes, 
I had an 89.93 and my professor rounded it to a 90. Social work, A plus. Like, not gonna lie, I had like a, I think I had like a 89.73 and my, my Spanish teacher was like 90. So yes! Like, shout like, out to shout her. Shout out to her. Get that GPA up. No, for real. Gotta work on my GPA also. <laughs> That's a whole different a whole different conversation. Because, oh my goodness, the way a class will impact your GPA like, is crazy. Yeah. Shout out to my professors, though. Shout out to the black professors so, at UNC Charlotte. Shout out to resources at UNC Charlotte who allow black and brown students to be involved on campus. Shout out to clubs. Shout out to the presidents of clubs who, like, start them and want people to be involved because what BYB came what almost a year ago yeah and that's another club NAACP BSU OAS uh uh curl connections yeah or conversations sorry conversations yeah curl conversations yeah. so many and then like get on that e-board by the way do it do it, please. I wish there was an air horn, like, da, 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 da. Yeah, get on these e-boards. Start, like, buffing up y'all resume. Get your face out there. Yeah. Get your face and your voice. Get posted on Get posted on UNC Charlotte Instagram, okay? Make a difference. Make a difference. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Yes. Do it. Do it. Make your mark. Then get a degree. Get your master's, that PhD, go for it. Do whatever you want to do. Y'all got this. Y'all got it. It may be hard, Yep. but don't give up. Don't give up. Even the greatest, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But they didn't give up. They didn't give up. You think LeBron gives up every <laughs> single time that he misses a three? Don't you got like an incubator right now? <laughs> <laughs> that is so, what? I don't know that. I don't know, but he's like, what, the all-time best Score. scorer? Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't give up. Like, you ever seen them commercials just, like, it's like YouTube or, like, Instagram. like, don't give up. And it's like a person running on a track. <laughs> yeah. Please. Don't give up. And that's us. Kyla and Samar. Oh, my gosh. We're going to make a jingle, guys. No, we should. Um, so, Samara, thank you for being just an amazing guest on my podcast. Thank you and for having me. adding to our lovely right conversation. <laughs> Um, so thanks guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and you also had your own thoughts as well. I mean, we love to incorporate your thoughts. I would love to incorporate your thoughts. I will also like post on my Instagram soon about just having topics to talk about from students at the university that of course people are hesitant to speak about. So yeah, I will catch you guys next time i hope you have a lovely morning noon or night one last and thing one last thing uh-huh. to all the black students uh-huh. i don't care where y'all are uh-huh. y'all matter you matter make a difference mm-hmm. wherever y'all are at mm-hmm. whether y'all are in college mm-hmm. whether y'all are overseas mm-hmm. whether y'all are sitting here at a nine to five y'all matter make a difference and keep hustling that's all i gotta say All she got to say, Kyla and Samar out. Peace. Peace.